I said suppose, didn't I? Just shut your caca mouth, you. It's not even your stomach. I think it's a girl. I put my hands on it all the time, and I've never felt it kick, not even once. Yes, boys kick and punch and butt their heads. That's all they are good at. Does she want a boy? No. Yes, maybe. I don't know. Where exactly does a baby come out of? The same place it goes into the stomach. How exactly does it get into the stomach? First, Jesus' mother has to put it in there. No, not Jesus' mother. A man has to put it in there. My cousin Musa told me. Well, she was really telling Enya, and I was there, so I heard. Then who put it inside her? How can we know if she won't say? Who put it in the chipo? Tell us. We won't tell. Chipo looks at the sky. There's a tear in her one eye, but it's only a small one. Then if a man put it in there, why doesn't he take it out? Because it's women who give birth, you dunderhead. That's why they have breasts to suckle the baby and everything. But Chipo's breasts are small, like stones. It doesn't matter. They'll grow when the baby comes. Let's go. Can we go, Chipo? I say. Chipo doesn't reply. She just takes off and we run after her. When we get right to the middle of Budapest, we stop. This place is not like paradise. It's like being in a different country altogether. A nice country where people who are not like us live. But then you don't see anything to show there are real people living here. Even the air itself is empty. No delicious food cooking, no odors, no sounds. Just nothing. Budapest is big, big houses with satellite dishes on the roofs and neat graveled yards or trimmed lawns, and the tall fences, and the dura walls, and the flowers, and the big trees, heavy with fruit, that's waiting for us, since nobody around here seems to know what to do with it. It's the fruit that gives us courage. Otherwise, we wouldn't dare be here. I keep expecting the clean streets to spit and tell us to go back where we came from. At first... We used to steal from Stina's uncle, who now lives in Britain. But that was not stealing, stealing. Because it was Stina's uncle's tree and not a stranger's. There's a difference. But then we finished all the guavas in that tree, so we have moved to the other houses as well. We have stolen from so many houses, I cannot even count. It was Bestad who decided that we pick a street and stay on it until we have gone through all the houses. Then we go to the next street. This is so we don't confuse where we have been with where we are going. It's like a pattern, and Bestad says this way we can be better thieves. Today we are starting a new street, and so we are carefully scouting around. We are passing Chimurenga Street, where we've already harvested every guava tree, maybe like two, three weeks ago when we see white curtains part 
and a face peer from a window of the cream home with the marble statue of the urinating naked boy with wings. We are standing and staring, looking to see what the face will do, when the window opens and a small funny voice shouts for us to stop. We remain standing, not because the voice told us to stop, but because none of us has started to run, and also because the voice doesn't sound dangerous. Music pours out of the window onto the street. It's not Kwaitu, it's not dance hall, it's not house, it's not anything we know. A tall, thin woman opens the door and comes out of the house. The first thing we see is that she is eating something. She waves as she walks towards us, and already we can tell from the woman's thinness that we are not even going to run. We wait so we can...